little bit of time left to talk some hoops. We're going to do that with Josh Higgins. Josh, good good afternoon. Good afternoon, mate. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Looking forward to chat some hoops quickly. Well, uh, there's a fair bit going on. So, I mean, we, we only have a little bit of time to talk about it. We'll start with some NBA because the big news of the day is that the Brooklyn Nets head coach, Steve Nash, he was fired after just seven games into the season. Uh, Jacques Vaughn has taken over as the interim coach, but there are strong reports that suspended Celtics coach Ima Udoka is set to take over the role. There seems to be a lot of dysfunction at Brooklyn right now. What are your thoughts on what's happening? Yeah, it's obviously uh, one of those situations which I think we saw in the off-season. Obviously, it looked like a dysfunctional organisation from the, uh, the start of the season. And obviously, we're not even 10 games in the season. They've already fired their head coach and they're looking like uh, hiring one of the suspended NBA coaches in Uma Adoko. And yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a basket case over there. And it's a pretty hard one to read because they've got such talented players in Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant that if they get it right, they can turn it around really quickly and potentially win an NBA championship. But everything's pointing to the wrong direction, mate. And I was listening to the broadcast today and Reggie Miller said it pretty perfectly. He reckons, you know, what do you do now? Do you quickly rebuild on the fly and potentially trade KD and Kyrie Irving for some great draft picks and players and, and maybe look at like what Utah did in the offseason this year and, you know, see what happens in future years because, you know, you just never really know with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and especially with how the front office has been very lately. Uh, they're a very unpredictable team at the moment. They are. A couple of other results on the day. The Heat beating the Warriors 116-109. to The reigning champs, they can't seem to get it going. Uh, some of the other results, OKC defeating Orlando 116-108. to uh, Phoenix getting up over Minnesota 116-107. to A couple of Aussies in action here. Josh Giddy returning to action. He had 10 assists for the Thunder. And then for the Suns, Jock Landau. He's been really important for them off the bench. Yeah, he definitely has, and especially, obviously, with this little period where uh, Deandra Ayton is out. They potentially reckon he'll be back for this weekend's game. But, yeah, Jock's getting some really good minutes. Obviously, you know, we all thought that, you know, it's not about scoring for Jock. It's about his defensive presence. And he's obviously a really great pick-and-roll sort of player as well and a pick-and-pop sort of player, which we saw over in the NBL last season for Melbourne United. But he's put up some big minutes as well, and he came up against two of the premier big men in the NBA today in, in Carl Anthony Towns and in Rudy Gobert. And I think he held his own very well on a very undersized sort of team that the, uh, that the uh, Phoenix Suns were today. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's been incredible. And Josh Giddy as well, you know, obviously it's great to see him back on the court after a few games off. And I'm really excited to see what he can do this year because I think the sky's limits for him, obviously, in a very young and uh, inexperienced Oklahoma City Thunder. So, yeah, I think he's going to have an incredible year again and uh, sort of continue on for that rookie year we saw last year. All right, let's turn our attention to the NBL now, the Wildcats. Well... After starting the season at 3-0, they've now lost four on the trot, Josh. Why have they struggled to find the wins as of late? I just honestly think it comes down to what I think a lot of people sort of saw at the start of the year in some ways, and it's sort of the age of our team. And I think it's coming down to the point where we've got guys like Jesse Wagstaff, Todd Blanchfield, who have been great consistent players for years and years and years, but we've all seen in the NBA and multiple sporting worlds, uh, you know, games around the world that Father Time is undefeated, and I think Jesse Wagstaff and Todd Blanchfield are obviously coming to the end of their career, and we're seeing a little bit of unproductiveness out of those two to start the season. I don't think they've got as much out of Brady Manick as well. They thought they were going to get out at the start of the season, and you know, I just think it's one—it's a one-man show at the moment. You know, Bryce Cotton is having to do literally everything on the court, whether it be scoring, getting the rebounds, getting the assists, and getting the steals. And you know, we're only six games in the season, and it's not looking very good for the Wildcats because if they can't find some scoring. Anywhere else on the floor besides Bryce, it's going to be a very long season for the Wildcats. And can we may see two seasons in a row where potentially the Wildcats miss out in finals? 
Who's the form team of the competition after five rounds? It's got to be the New Zealand Breakers. I just think the way that they're absolutely destroying teams lately is is nothing short of spectacular. We saw them against the Jack Jumpers too. The Jack Jumpers have been in some great form as well, and they ended up beating the Jack Jumpers by 32 points. And they're just getting some great contributions from all over the court. William McDowell-White, uh, Derek Pardon, Jarrell Brantley, Isaiah Liasa, Ryan Roof at their next star, Barry Brown Jr. coming off the bench and giving them up 24 points in their most recent game. They're just an absolute, you know, up-and-coming team. I think they're a team that is obviously very exciting to watch, and they all love playing with one another. You can see it on the court. They're really, really well coached. And I think the best thing about it is New Zealand's been starved of basketball for such a long period of time over these COVID period, and you know New Zealand basketball is back in New Zealand, and uh, they're obviously up there on the top of the NBL ladder as well, which is super exciting for them. And quickly, before I do let you go, great to see the WNBL back in action. Kicks off tonight, tip-off 6.30 at Bendat between our very own Perth Lynx and the Boomers. What are your expectations for this WNBL season? Yeah, obviously, just on the Perth side, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do. And obviously lost some big players in the off-season, but also re-signed some crucial players. And we all know Ryan Patrick is a great coach. You saw what he did for the Rockingham Flames in the men's competition in the NBL 1. But we all know this is going to be an incredible season. We're kicking off with a grand final rematch. I'm hoping that the Perth Lynx do finish in the top four. I do see them just scraping into that top four. But like I mentioned, they're missing some key, key players that they had uh, last season. But, yeah, it's going to be an incredible season. Looking forward to, obviously, Lauren Jackson back in the NBA, in the women's NBL as well. So that's an incredible thing to be able to watch the women's basketball. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the season pans out. Josh, a pleasure. As always, thank you very much for your time. Awesome, mate. Thank you very much. Chat to you soon. There he goes, Josh Higgins. He is the host of the Basketball Fix podcast. I thank him for his time on the show today.